Isn't that wonderful? Happy Christmas. A big celebration today. How about we give God a huge hand this morning? Thank you, God. The greatest gift of all was given for us. Let's pray to begin. God, we thank you so much for sending your son for us. We thank you that we can celebrate that today together as a church family, as a wider community family, as a a family unit and friends. God, we thank you for the incredible celebration. May we have a fresh revelation today of what this is all about, this incredible gift. Thank you, Jesus, that you came. Bless each one in Jesus' name. Amen. Happy Christmas. A few early starts to the morning, I guess, this morning. How many were up before six o'clock? Anyone before six? I, oh yes, some there. I heard somebody say that the rules were only up after 6.30 down there. Yeah, well done. They waited till 6.30, didn't you? The lovely Santa t-shirt there. So welcome. If you're from out of town, enjoy your morning with us today. Uh, I've already met a few from out of town and even from uh, out of New Zealand, so it's wonderful to have you with us. Enjoy. Let's stand together and enjoy some carols.
angels sing. Must think that must have been the most amazing view, seeing all those angels in the sky. Because it actually happened. It's not just a nice song. It actually happened. It's pretty cool. <laughs> fine blueberry eyes but looking pretty good I've got to say how about because Christmas isn't right if we don't do crackers eh so hopefully you got a cracker when you came in why don't you pull the cracker with someone and Jan is going to run around with the microphone she doesn't even know yet but she's going to and she's going to find some great jokes should wear your hats as well and you need to treasure those gifts because they'll be magnificent no doubt
did you guys miss out on Christmas crackers? The dancing makes up for it though. Thank you. Radio Jan, you need to go and find some Christmas cracker jokes for us. Now I think there's a joke in the hat. Yeah. There that you'd like to share with us. I got a ring. Ooh. Why did the turkey cross the road to prove he wasn't chicken? Did you hear Beautiful. that? Beautiful. Why did the turkey cross the road? What was it? To, to, to prove he wasn't a chicken. Ah ha ha! Okay, now before there's any other jokes, look how many crackers there are in this room. So if you don't laugh at the jokes, we can go a long, long time. Okay? Rightio. Okay, what is the best Christmas present in the world? What is the best Christmas present? A broken drum. You just can't beat it. <laughs> a broken drum. You just can't beat it. You can't beat it. That's terrible. What do you get if you eat Christmas decorations? I have no idea. Tinselitis. <laughs> Very good. What do you get when you cross a snowman with a vampire frostbite? <laughs> oh, that is good. Very good. Very good. Okay. Who is Santa afraid of? The elf and safety officer. <laughs> very good. Oh, that is a good that one. That is a good one. Oh, another one. Another one. Another one. Two more, Dan, maybe three. And then we will have had our fear share of persecution for the start of the day. Where do snowmen go to dance? Where do snowmen go to dance? The snowball. Oh, that is good. Great. Why didn't the skeleton go to the New Year's Eve party? Oh, why? He had nobody to go with. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> Very good. Oh, that's sad. They're meant to be happy. Oh, thank you. What's this one? What do you call a train loaded with toffee? A choo-choo train. Very good. Why don't you turn your attention to the screen? Betty, hmm? I need a plural Christmas now. Snowman. Huh. Good. And I need a Christmas adjective. Frank, are you doing this or am I? Oh, we both are. This is a team effort. Well, when you put it like that, um, frosty. And I need a woman. You'll do. The words every woman wants to hear from a man. You'll do. There. We're done. Would you like to hear it? Sure. Okay. 
In the days of SpongeBob, Betty and Frank traveled to the North Pole for the census. The city was decorated, and the only place for them to stay was a gingerbread house full of animals. There, Betty gave birth to Jesus, the son of Santa. She wrapped him in jogging clothes and laid him in a sleigh. In the hills and fields outside the North Pole, snowmen looked after their sheep through the night. Suddenly a reindeer appeared before them, and the glory of Santa shone around them. The snowmen were very, very frosty. But the angel said, Don't be afraid. I have good news for you and everyone. Today in the North Pole, a Savior has been born for you. You will find the baby lying in a sleigh. When Jesus was born, a brand new candy cane appeared in the sky. Some jolly men in faraway countries saw the candy cane and followed it towards the North Pole in search of the newborn king. They offered treasures of gold, frankincense, and gumdrop buttons. Oh, Frank. Now that's definitely not the version you're going to read tomorrow night in church. <sighs> no. screwed up versions of Christmas, don't we, along the way, what it's all about. But this morning I've uh, entitled my message, Act 2, Scene 1, Jesus. Act 2, Scene 1, Jesus. But last night, Kenton, for those of you who know Kenton, he has armed me, man, with Christmas cracker jokes. So you need a couple more, don't you? I'm not going to do them if you don't want them. <laughs> That's my first lie of the day anyway. I'm going to do them no matter what. What do you get when you cross a duck with Santa? A Christmas quacker. <laughs> it is better than most of my other ones, you're right. <laughs> Why didn't the teddy bear eat his lunch? Because he was stuffed. You love these, don't you? I can tell. You're just like, you're too embarrassed to laugh out loud. But really, you want to. I know. I know. One more. One more. Why is Cinderella bad at sport? Close. Because she keeps running away from the ball. Very good. Hey, I've got a video for you to watch. Can we play that, please?
My brother sent me that video clip and said, oh, you might like this. And when I saw it, it just captured my attention because I thought, how much do we miss because we are either not tuned in or not paying attention? The name of the violinist is Lindsay Sterling, and she's famous. She fills theatres as she plays and as she dances, as she plays and does different things. She's quite a unique style to her, but she fills theatres and people pay a lot of money to go and see her, yet when that very same talent stands in a railway station playing with the same passion and the same quality and the same skill, people don't even look up from their phones to notice her. I'm amazed, but then I started to think of Christmas, and I thought, I wonder how many of us actually see the gift at Christmas time, or do we miss the real gift at Christmas time? It's great to celebrate, it's great to to, uh, have all the trappings of Christmas and everything else, but I wonder this morning, have you really got hold of the gift? Because, of course, Christmas is an incredible gift. It's a gift of hope. We celebrate that gift of hope. It's a gift of love. Actually, Christmas is the greatest gift ever known to mankind. But I'm wondering this morning, I wonder if you've got the gift or if you've missed it somehow. Stats are interesting things, but I did some homework and found these stats. Did you know that over 2 million people, that's over 1 sorry, over 2 billion people, over one-third of the world will stop in the next 24, 48 hours and acknowledge God, acknowledge Jesus in some way around Christmas. Over 2 billion people. I think that's pretty exciting. If I was God, I'd be going, yes! But then at the same time, if I was God, I'd be going, hey, two-thirds of the kids haven't turned up for my Christmas party. What's going on? For my birthday party. What's going on? I wonder this morning if you are the one in three who would turn up for Jesus' birthday party. If you're one in three who would celebrate God, you'll celebrate Jesus this Christmas. Or if you're one of the other two and this morning you find yourself here by coercion. You're here because the family are here. You're here maybe because some friends have bought you. Maybe you're here because everyone else in the household was going and you felt guilty sitting at home. I don't really care why you're here. I'm just glad you're here. Well done. Good on you. Welcome. It's great to have you with us this morning and it's great to have you with us as we celebrate Christmas. I see history broken into three parts. There's Act 1, there's Act 2, and there's Act 3. Act 1 is creation. Act two is Christmas, and Christmas starts uh, when Jesus is born. And then Act three is the time that we're living in now. It's not yet fulfilled, but it's the time of uh, where we are and also going into history and eternity in front of us when the kingdom will reign. But Act one, if you think of Act one, it was a beautiful, beautiful occasion. God spoke as he created the planet. He spoke trees into being. He spoke lakes and rivers into being. Some of your kids think he spoke Xbox into being. 
I don't think so. But he spoke all sorts of things into being, the world as we know it. And then to top it off, the crowning glory of all creation, he spoke the person sitting next to you into being. People, the crowning glory of his creation. He spoke us into being, and we were to be the focus of his love, the attention of his love, and the intention of his love. Then, as happens with people, we made a mess of it. We made a mess of it. We erred from divine purpose, and the word, the technical word is sin, entered our world. And really, the, the rest of Act 1 is playing out the consequences of that and what it looked like and the way the human story started to go as they steered themselves it appeared further and further away from God. However, scattered throughout the scripture are promises of hope and of a solution, promises of a solution. I love this. This was written 700 years before Christmas, before Christ arrived. Isaiah chapter 9. For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His government and its peace will never end. He will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestors, David, for all eternity. The passionate commitment of the Lord of Heaven's armies will make this happen. I love that announcing 700 years beforehand, Christmas is coming. Did you know there are over 300 prophecies like that in the Bible? Announcing the arrival of Christmas. Announcing Jesus' life. Announcing the activities of Jesus' life. This is the thing that interests me, is that the Jewish people of the time, they knew all these promises, and they knew the promises of hope to come, but the question is, would they see that hope when it came? I wonder this Christmas if you've got hold of the gift of Christmas or if the real gift of Christmas has passed you by. Well, actually, the gift of Christmas won't pass you by, but you may have missed it. Act two, scene one, lights, camera, action, it's Christmas time. God's up to something new. He's up into the next act of his, of his outworking of the plan. And if we go to Matthew chapter 1, it says this. This is how Jesus, the Messiah, was born. His mother, Mary, was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her fiancé, was a good man and did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through the prophet, another one of these promises. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. 
When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary to be his wife. But he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born. And Joseph named him Jesus. Jesus is born. Christmas arrives. It's the first scene of Act 2 of God's plan. Act 2 finishes some 33 years later on a cross. Well, actually, just after the cross. Act 2 is a powerful, powerful scene in God's purposes. Here's what I find really, really challenging about this. Most of the people that should have known what was happening in the day missed it. Most of the people who were looking, waiting for the Messiah to come, waiting for the arrival of the King of Kings, actually missed the event. Because it wasn't as they expected. I wonder how many of us will go through Christmas this year looking, wanting, looking for peace, wanting hope, looking for love, but maybe not finding it because we're actually not looking in the right place. Maybe we won't find those things because we've missed the gift. Despite popular belief, the greatest gift of Christmas is not presents. Now, I know probably a lot of you have opened presents this morning, and some of them are pretty cool, no doubt. But that's not the greatest part of Christmas. Food is coming. It's in the oven cooking as I speak. But you know it's not the greatest part of Christmas. Family. As marvelous as that is, not the greatest part of Christmas. People, not the greatest part of Christmas. Actually, I've got to be careful how I say that, don't I? People, as good as they are, not the greatest part of Christmas. The greatest gift is God. Full stop. Act two, scene one, his name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. That's what Christmas is all about. It's about Jesus. Now, if you received a really special gift this morning, I suspect you had a look at it. You may have taken a little time to unwrap it. Others may have just ripped it to shreds to try and get in there really fast. No doubt you looked at it for a while, you may have tried it, and now you'll treasure it, I hope. Christmas is about a gift that we need to treasure. And this Christmas, I really want to encourage you, no matter how you've ended up here, no matter what your thoughts are toward God or anything else, I really want to encourage you not to go on someone else's opinion or what someone said to you or even what you've experienced in the past. But this Christmas, how about taking some time to look into the greatest gift of all time? 
How about taking some time yourself to unwrap that gift and have a look at it? Give it a try. And then treasure it. The greatest gift of all time. Have you got it? Have you got the greatest gift? Or have you missed the greatest gift this Christmas? And if you have got the greatest gift this Christmas, what are you going to do with it? Let me pray. Father, I thank you for Christmas. I thank you that we are celebrating the greatest gift in history. Jesus, I thank you for Christmas. I thank you that we can celebrate you. Lord, I ask for every person in this room today that this would be a blessed Christmas as our attention goes to you. I ask that this would be a safe Christmas, that this would be a healthy Christmas. Lord, this would be a Christmas where we can truly say, I have got hold of the gift. And not one where we'll look back and say, oh my goodness, I missed it yet again. I pray your blessing, I pray your peace, I pray your hope. I release your goodness over every person, every household, every family represented here in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. As you go into the day, if you get a quiet space, just ask yourself, have I got the gift? Have I got hold of the gift? Have I seen the gift? Or am I like sitting in a train station with my head down, watching a world-class violinist and not even registering to the truth? of the situation and the environment I'm in. And one more thing. If you decide, you know, I haven't got the gift, but I would really like to get hold of Jesus, just ask him. Just talk to him. Say, Jesus, I would really like you to be part of my life. I would really like you to start to show me what this is all about. I would really like you to start to Unwrap my heart towards the greatest gift the world has ever known, and you just watch what'll happen. Merry Christmas.